Hello, and welcome back to the BrainTap Business Journal podcast. This is Dr. Patrick Porter bringing you the latest and greatest news about the brain, about how we can deal with it. We have a concussion expert with us today, Dr. Evan Madloff. Um, please tell us a little bit about yourself, about what you came up with. Why did you start working with concussions? What did you see? What, what made you say, wow, I'm going to start specializing in concussions? And then also, because we're going to talk about a seminar where you're going to share with our BrainTap doctors the fact that they can come out and learn from you at these, you have some exciting trainings coming up, so we're gonna talk about that, but give us the big picture of who you are, what brought you to this conclusion, and and what do you think about changing the brain and helping with concussions? Well, that's a loaded question, but uh, thank you for having me. Um, uh, the short of the long story is I was on staff for the Kansas City Chiefs for about 12 years, so I got to see the good, the bad, and the ugly about uh, healthcare and professional sports. Uh, but my job was to get players ready for games and deal with the, you know, the aches and pains and stuff that they would have before and after games. So I did not do any on the field acute trauma stuff. So, you know, why did I get into concussions? Well, my uh, daughter, when she was uh, less than a year old, uh, I was teaching a seminar. Uh, my wife picked me up from the airport holding the, our daughter. She lunges to come into my arms. I missed her. She fell and hit her head. Um, and uh, so we had to deal with that from when my daughter was born. That was over 30 years ago. Uh, fast forward to uh, 2010, my wife is uh, chaperoning my son's hockey team. They're going to a big hockey tournament. Uh, this was when I was on staff with the Chiefs, so I couldn't go on this road trip. They're on the bus, they come home, they hit black ice. Uh, my wife is in the front seat behind the driver. She literally uh, has her face plowed into a three-quarter inch piece of plexiglass, breaks it in half, fractures her nose in uh, eight places, did not go unconscious, did not lose uh, any vision, but um, looked terrible. Um, and so we had to deal with that. Um, fast forward a couple of years, that son is now playing Division One men's college hockey. He had three sub-concussive events. He didn't tell us about it, continued to play. Um, when we found out, it's like, okay, are you kidding me? And then, so then uh, my daughter uh, became a chiropractor. She gets hired by a former NFL player. She was working with us in the practice and she gets hired by a former NFL player to run and manage a concussion care clinic in Phoenix, Arizona. So she's developed all these protocols. She said, you know what, we better test mom and we better test my brother um, and, and figure out what's going on with them. Any residual effects even decades later uh, and then uh, almost uh, two and a half years ago, I'm riding my pedal bicycle at a high speed of uh, rate. A guy runs a stop sign, plows me into the road. My head bounced off the pavement three times. I did not lose consciousness. Um, but uh, two and a half years later, I'm now just finally getting back on the bicycle. So my family's journey through life uh, it has made it necessary for me to pursue these at, and my daughter, you know, did she get that job by accident or was that a divine intervention that said, you're gonna to need to take care of your family's health history and their brains. And so that's kind of how we evolved into this. That's great. And if you're out there listening right now, he's also been in practice for 42 years. You've seen it all. You've been a, you've been a team doctor for the Canadian National Canoe Team. You've been part of the, the NFL, as you said, the Kansas City Chiefs. You've been part of the World Indoor Track and Field Championship. Uh, you're an international author lecturer. So you've seen a lot, done a lot. You've brought up children. Now one's actually a chiropractor as well. So, two. Two are chiropractors uh, now. Chiropractors. Well, congratulations. That's great. Thank you. So, so here we have 
someone who's been out there, not only experienced it yourself, but I can identify with the bicycle accident. I had a dog run out in front of me and I was unconscious for 45 minutes. So uh, the doctor said he'd never seen a bicycle helmet break. And that's why I got into concussions. So uh, I didn't know what a cell phone was for two, two, for two and a half days. Yeah. That's not good. So we're going to talk a little bit about what you created, maybe with the help of your daughter and all the experiences happening there. And one thing for the listener to understand is everyone listening to this has had a brain trauma. There's not one person that escapes it. Uh, it's just how does your brain remodel around it? And so let's talk a little bit about it, because I think your topic is very time sensitive right now. You, you, you said if you shake it, you break it, concussion evaluation and treatment. So a lot of people don't understand that. So what do you mean by that title? What's, what's that all about? Well, it's real simple. Um, our, our brain is uh, kind of like jello inside of our head. So if you start from the outside going in, we've got bones, then we got a layer of liquid, then we got this tough substance called the dura. It's kind of like a trampoline that suspends the brain away from the bones, and then we have the brain itself. So if you just shake your head like you're saying no to someone, your brain is moving around inside your head. So if you get any kind of external movement of your head, it doesn't matter how little or how big it is, your brain moves inside. It's not like a stagnant thing. Well, depending on the force, how it moves, what it hits or what it doesn't hit, then you can have simple things from inflammation starting to you can have vestibular problems, you can have pituitary stock or hormonal problems. And then the big daddy of them all is neuroinflammation. So you can have any one of those four things. And here is what I've learned in, in this journey. And that is there are very few doctors, very few emergency rooms, very few neurologists, neurophysiologists, you know, neurosurgeons who examine all four of those areas. So again, those four areas are, you know, the inflammatory cascade or neuroinflammation, the vestibular stock, the pituitary stock, and then uh, the brain itself. That's great. Well, we like probably you should add a fifth thing, and that is, you know, the upper cervical area as well. Even though that's outside of the brain, that can have a dramatic effect to the brain itself. Sure. And I like the way you put it when we asked for a short description. You said it's not just a bump on the head. It's an alteration of brain function. And that could have life-altering consequences. And, and this happens. People have behavior changes, you know, almost personality shifts when these things happen. So tell us a little bit about what what's the first thing that someone – who has had a concussion, what do they want to do? What's the first thing they should do? Well, there's two groups of people. There's the athletes, and it doesn't matter if it's a eight-year-old or a you know, fully vetted NFL professional. The first thing they want to know is, Doc, when can I play? Um, versus someone, uh, you know, John Q. Public, who uh, might have been in a car accident, they might have slipped uh, and fell. Uh, one of the worst concussions I had was a, was a mom breastfeeding an infant. She's got the infant in one hand breastfeeding her. She's on the phone with the phone, you know, tucked up under her ear, um, and the baby lunged off her breast, and she didn't want the baby to fall, so now she's contorting her body. She fell backwards, hit the corner of a granite countertop, and passed out. Um, that's not a sporting event. Uh, those kind of weird and crazy things happen. So those people want to know, okay, when's the pain going to go away? When am I going to start feeling normal? And, you know, to your point, yes, there can be tremendous emotional and psychological changes, which is where medicine has and emergency rooms typically uh, focus their attention on. But there's also a physical 
part of your body that get can have symptoms all over the place. You can have sleep disturbances. You can have energy disturbances. You can have hormonal disturbances. You can have all of these different things going on. So, you know, not just limited to that emotional, you know, side of your body but yes there can be profound emotional changes where you know these some of these people don't remember their kids names years after the the event that's great or here talking to dr evan here with concussionology which is a very unique name and uh, very apropos for what you're doing and i know they can go to uh, concussionology.us and find out about something you're putting on so Tell us a little bit as we delve a little bit deeper into this concussion subject, how can someone start to learn from you? I know you're putting together a master class. Tell us a little bit about that master class. The, the, the master class is kind of like a brainchild of uh, how I learned a lot of the stuff from my own daughter. Um, you know, doctors don't have thousands of hours to go to, to, to programs to develop their skills. They need to know what they can start doing Monday morning. Um, and so we developed this program. It's a four weekend program where, you know, the doctor doesn't need any special skills. They don't need to know, you know, acupuncture. They don't need to know cranial therapy. You know, if, if, if they know how to do a proper ortho neuro exam, it, it's a great starting point. Um, they are not going to need any special technology, but that is one of the things that they will evolve into. So we decided instead of doing a traditional way of doing it, you know, online, uh, distance learning or in a theater style classroom, we decided to do it master class style where the classes are limited to 20 doctors. We do it in a clinical setting in a host doctor's clinic. Um, and so we do hands on stuff all weekend. Um, so that when the doctor leaves Monday morning, he can start to do those assessment things right away, um, which is the beautiful thing uh, because a lot of these programs, they you know say, here's how you do it, but they don't show you how to do it. Then they don't monitor, are you executing this exam procedure properly? Are you executing this therapeutic procedure properly? So that's the purpose of the master class. It's hands-on intensive and four weekends and we've got CE accreditation for most states but sorry about that uh, we've got CE accreditation for most states um, uh, for these areas so even though we're starting in three areas uh, the Deerfield Beach area of Fort Lauderdale uh, Denver Colorado and then the Lancaster Harrisburg Pennsylvania area to start off this fall that's great. So they can they can find out more at concussionology.us. They can also go to the Facebook page, uh, forward slash you know facebook.com forward slash concussionologyus, and they can go and find out more about it there. We're going to also have it in the podcast notes. So if you're listening to this in your car driving, if you go online to the BrainTap Business Journal, you'll see under this podcast that information, so you can get a hold of Dr. Eric. And, and start doing this. So tell me a little bit, when you went to the ER and the medical doctor said, hey, you just need rest, you just need to relax. Um, but you know, like most people get concussions, you're still dizzy, you still have headaches, you can't concentrate. Where do you go from there? Oh my goodness. Um, so there's two parts of that question. Uh, we literally had a new patient this morning. This uh, patient was taking care of her grandkids. Uh, she was holding the grandkid. The grandkid was going to fall. So grandma didn't want the, the child to fall and hurt herself. So grandma fell and took the brunt and landed on her head. Uh, she had some loss of consciousness for about a minute. Um, fast forward four months later, she's still lightheaded, still dizzy, still got massive headaches, has digestive problems, bright lights bothers her eyes, sound bothers her. She had a uh, an MRI of the brain and she had a neurosurgeon examiner and the neurosurgeon's uh, uh, comment was, 
okay, uh, you're doing fine. This will get better by itself. Just keep wearing the dark glasses. You know, don't go out. Uh, and, and that's all you need to do. Uh, and so that's what people are being told. Um, so the good news is there's no bleeding internally in the MRI. There's no, you know, weird stuff going on. There's no pathology. However, this patient feels miserable. So the way we start to evaluate them is we, we do some technology evaluation before we start pushing and poking on them because as soon as you start doing your know, orthopedic neurological exams, that can change body function even though you're examining them. So uh, some of the technology we use, we use a heart rate variability system first because that is the most sensitive and I, and I know you know a little bit about heart rate variability um, and we'd be lost without your instrument. Um, it's our first line of offense and defense, no matter what's happening with the patient. So for example, one of the things that happens is uh, there's a metabolic cascade that happens within minutes of head trauma. Uh, and one of those things is inflammation and a cortisol surge. Well, using heart rate variability, you can detect those things in small changes. So that's the first test that we do is see, okay, what's, what's the status of the autonomic nervous system? What's the status of inflammation? What's the status of that cortisol cascade so that we can then, you know, figure out how much we can examine on the patient on the first day. So one of the things that we teach in our program is if you've ever had a patient who has exceeded metabolic capacity, so it's called EMC, this is when you try to doctors I know have experienced this. Patient says, doc, you know, I, I don't know if you got that adjustment. I mean, can you just try one more time and, and give me another adjustment, right? And the doctor inside says, you know, I'm not sure I want to do this, but I got to keep the patient happy. So they, they say, okay, and they adjust the patient. The patient comes back the next day and said, I don't know what you did, but I'm worse today. Um, I know a lot of docs can identify it with that. And that is a little bit of that. But in, when you talk about the brain, when you exceed metabolic capacity, the patient becomes catatonic. They sit there like a vegetable. They are non-responsive. They can't blink. They don't know who they are. All you know is they got a pulse. That scares the living daylights out of a practitioner. I've had that happen to me twice. So one of the, that's one of the first things we teach is you never want to examine or treat a patient. It drives them to that exceeding metabolic capacity because now you don't know what's going to happen. So heart rate variability is one of those first things that tells us, okay, where is the patient on this continuum? How much are we going to be able to accomplish in this initial assessment of the patient? Then the easiest thing, well, doc, I, I don't have that technology. Okay, here's an easy way a doctor can do that. All you got to do is look in their eyes, shine a little light in their eyes. If the pupil constricts, you're in good shape. If you shine a light in their eye and the pupil does not constrict or it expands, you probably don't want to be doing anything else. Um, and then from there, we do we, we do some other technology where we examine the eyes and the eye movement, where we do a brain wave examination, uh, and then we start our physical orthopedic neurological assessment. So it, if we can do everything on a patient, it might take us three hours to examine a patient. But some of these patients, it takes us two or three days to get all of those things done. So that's that's how we start in the master classes. Okay, there's two kinds of examination from a concussion. Number one is if you are at the site, like an athletic event, and you are the first responder, what do you have to do? 
the other is okay you're in your practice now the patient has had a concussion they've probably at least been to er they've been told you're okay just go home and rest you know um, and then they come to you so that's a different kind of procedure so we start to separate those two and and i'm here to tell you i've, I've experienced a lot of things i'm not interested in being the first responder now part of that is i was in the nfl you do something wrong with those guys that have multi-million dollar contracts guess what the rest of the money you make for the rest of your life is theirs. <laughs> you, I just don't want that kind of responsibility, you know, to, to be at there. But you know what? In, in Western Kansas, where I'm from, there's high school events. There's, uh, you know, gymnastics events for girls. There's basketball and volleyball stuff where there's nobody there for 100 miles. Docs need to be at those things, but they also need to have the tools if they're going to be the first responder of, of what to do, what kind of decisions that they need to be making because the ER still might be an hour away. So tell us a little bit about these four weekends. I'm gonna sign up, I'm gonna to come to these events, whether it's in one of these three areas uh, that we're talking about, uh, you know, whether they're uh, whether they're going to Deerfield, Beach, Florida, Denver, Colorado, or Lancaster, uh, Harrisburg, and, and Pennsylvania, and they're starting to learn. They, they walk away after these four sessions. What are they gonna be empowered to do? What are you gonna, what's the, the, the basics of uh, what they're gonna walk away with? Well, here, here, here is, for me, the beauty of this, and that is, okay, there's docs out there listening that say, you know what, I, I want to take care of brain stuff, but I don't know if I want to do concussion stuff. Well, like you said in our intro, everybody's had some kind of head trauma sometime in their life. Well, there's a lot of docs that see patients that have been in car accidents, and, and if you go to our site, uh, concussionology.us, and click on the videos, there's a slow motion video on there that shows what happens at a six mile an hour car accident and a four mile an hour car accident. And you'll see how much movement and trauma happens to the head on a supposed fender bender. So the stuff we present applies for those kind of practices and equally because, uh, for example, in the first class, we concentrate a lot on inflammation and the neuroinflammatory cascade if they got a twisted ankle if they have a bulging disc they still have inflammation in their body so all the protocols we teach for example in class one apply for any inflammatory response not just limited to a concussion so that's like the, the gym for me is like all the information is equally transmittable that will give the docs a more complete toolbox if you will so that first class now the other thing is you can't learn everything all in one weekend. So there are some, you know, first responder things we teach in the class, first class. The first class focuses on that inflammation cascade, but then we also need to talk about, okay, there are other treatment things that you're gonna need to consider in addition. So we try to give them bits and pieces of other stuff as we go along, but that first one focuses on inflammation. Uh, the second one focuses on the cortisol cascade and the cerebellum, and balance mechanisms. Um, the third one uh, focuses, pardon me, the third one uh, focuses uh, on the blood-brain barrier um, and, and a little more extensive treatment so that you know, if doctors aren't doing any uh, uh, acupuncture, we, we open the discussion on, okay, acupuncture is a viable treatment tool for concussions. And so we have a, a lot of literature citations. And in fact, while I'm just talking about that, if you go to the website, and hit the research tab. Uh, we publish things regularly there. You'll see like a slide that comes by with a quote from the research. If you hit that slide, uh, then the abstract comes up and with some comments for me. So, you know, 
there's all kinds of things we've posted on examination things, treatment things. Uh, uh, people want to know when can you go back to play? Well, um, how are chiropractors doing? And, and there was a study published in 2018 that talked about, you know, chiropractors need a little more education. So then the chiropractors say, well, okay, yeah, I agree. I need to learn some more stuff about concussions, but how are the MDs doing? And so, for example, one of the latest studies showed that uh, the pediatric ER departments, uh, the patient was sent back to play too soon in 43% of the cases. So I want to know, okay, what are they measuring first off? And then why they send them back? Don't they know what the criteria of return to play is to sequentially you know, have a person go back to their regular life, which is a reflection of brain function. So we, we talk about those things. We, we reiterate those things every class because again, that's the first thing they want to know. When can I play doc? Um, and, and then the, the last session is uh, we circle the wagons on all that, but we go into a little more detail on what I call pre-nosological diagnosis, which is you know, a great term which describes the uh, space between normal and disease. And so again, heart rate variability is one of those technologies that allow us to evaluate the functional state of the body before symptoms can be manifest. If I can, I wanna, I wanna point out one study. Um, and this is a great study. I'm gonna just pull it up here so I don't get it wrong because I don't remember all the details of the study because of my own head trauma. Oh, by the way, I, I, I've saved my helmet. I have 11 cracks in my helmet from my head trauma. Yeah, um, <laughs> and those things are only supposed to be used once, by the way. Um, I don't plan on using it ever again other than for show and tell, so to speak. Um, okay, so for the baseball fans in, in, in our listening audience, so the Major League Baseball did a study they published in 2015 in the American Journal of Sports Medicine, and so they returned these players back to play. So when you start looking at it, what was their criteria? And the criteria was they weren't dizzy, and they had no headaches and no symptoms. And so they sent them back to play. So then they started, as they do in baseball, they keep a lot of stats. So for your baseball fans, if there is a significant decrease in batting average, on-base percentage, your slugging percentage, uh, how's your athlete doing? He, he's not performing very well, but he has no symptoms of the concussion. And so that goes back to, okay, what are you measuring? And so if they didn't do a heart rate variability on them, they didn't do a, uh, an ocular scanning on them, they didn't even do a brain scan on them, they did an MRI of the brain, there's no bleeding internally. Uh, and then they did you know, a couple of ortho and neuro tests on them. And they say the guy's okay, but he's not okay because his performance is dramatically suffering. So you know, that's right in the wheelhouse of the chiropractic profession because we always say, hey, you know what? Symptoms are the, are the worst measuring stick of how somebody is doing. And that's even more so in concussion management. Like, like symptoms, uh, if that's going to be your measuring stick of how well the patient's doing, um, I'm here to tell you a lot of people are going to suffer because of that. That's great. So you can learn from Dr. Evan. He's, he's had the experience, been out there in the world. Uh, professional sports teams have counted on his expertise. Now you can learn what, what he's learned over the years and uh, can share that with your neighborhood or your, your doctors or your school systems. So uh, after someone leaves, are you going to show them or teach them how to go out to their local market and, and help them to 
secure these concussion people or you just or do they just do that through the normal means of chiropractic care? Um, yes and yes. So, so the easiest way to start is with your existing patient base. So, for example, whenever we want to introduce new technology, we we always let you know you know those that uh, bring you to the dance are the ones you need to dance with first, so to speak. Um, so, we we start with our own patients. So, one of the things we're putting together is a series of videos that will help docs explain a lot of things to their patients that they will be able to use. Uh, we also have, for example, if you're familiar with the TED Talk. Uh, concept we have based on those presentation principles we've got a 20-minute presentation on you know a talk you can do to let people know hey here's what we're doing about concussions and here's and we and we actually call it if you shake it you break it um, and and so we're gonna we'll have a TED talk available that they can do like a you know a, a healthcare class I know a lot of docs love doing healthcare classes um, so we've just tailored it specifically to head trauma and concussions and so you could you could tweak it again if the doc doesn't want to do any sports stuff but he has a you know car accident type practice he can tailor it to the car accident stuff uh, if he wants to get into the sports stuff uh, i have two recommendations yes he'll need to do a talk like that but it's like okay everybody wants to go to football um because that's the big dog uh, on the street, so to speak. But you know what? Everybody, that, that's all taken. There's too much politics and money involved now to try and enter that market. You know, women's gymnastics, women's volleyball, uh, lacrosse, the, the so-called lesser sports, nobody is at these events to watch these kids if something happens to them. And so then, then it depends on the coaches and the referees. Well, what are they going to do first? You know, um, so those are bigger opportunities, and especially if you get away from the big cities. So yeah, I practice in a suburb of Kansas City. It's it's a big little city, but you know you go 20 miles outside of here, and there's nobody at these events except for the high school football's always got you know uh, a, a, a PT there sponsored by some medical group or something, which is great. But it's like all these other sports have nobody there. Well, their head trauma is no less than football. Right. Um, so those are those are golden opportunities for us to help our patients, to help our community um, with a non-drug approach, because all the research says drugs don't work on concussions. And in fact, now a bunch of research is coming out that's showing drugs may actually be detrimental, like ibuprofen and those kind of non-steroidal drugs may be detrimental to brain function at the point of concussion. Right. Well, we also found that true with our uh, autistic studies that we've done is as long as somebody's taking the medicine, the brain doesn't change. It's kind of like the brain gets fixated on the medicine instead of <laughs> making the change because it's trying to react to its environment. So let's say I'm interested. I really, I'm, I'm interested. This has been a great show, teaching people a little bit about concussions and the time that we have and giving them an option to come to your site, concussionology.us. Uh, what do you recommend they do next? What's the next step for someone? Well, the next step is, you know, go to the site and look at the three locations and see, you know, it, it, which one of those three would be convenient. And then we have two options. You can, we've got a registration button that you can do, or you can call me personally. Uh, so in the notes, I'll give you my personal cell phone number if you want any more details after bumping around on the site and seeing what we've got there. Um, so my personal cell number is 913-706-Lindros-Gretzky for you hockey fans or 8899. So 913-706-8899. Uh, so go to the website, 
have a look around, check out the three cities. Uh, we are planning cities for next year, uh, but obviously we, we need to get this fall started. Uh, classes are limited to the size of class the doctor can host. So for example, the, in the Denver class, the doctor has a little more space, so we can have 25 docs there. But in Deerfield Beach and in the, the Harrisburg, Lancaster, Pennsylvania area, we can only have 20 docs. So you know, basically, you know, first come, first serve, um, but look around the site, uh, and then absolutely give me a call uh, on my personal cell phone. I'd be happy to talk to you. Okay. So there you have it, uh, Dr. Madloff. Is King of Malayangoff. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm that's, that's that's why they call me Dr. M for short. One of the oh, one of the athletes it. gave me that name. and said, "I'm not saying that. It's too hard." <laughs> I said it really well before we started. The uh, Dr. Evan. So it's great that you're here. Great you're helping people. I know that there's a lot of doctors out there that would love to have the experiences that you have. And so the first thing is to do what that person's done. So go there, model what Dr. Evans doing. He's gonna he's gonna open up the kimono, as it were, show you everything they're doing in their practice, how you can help people get results, and most importantly, how to evaluate them. Make sure you're doing the right type of treatment that's going on. And of course, BrainTap will be there supporting Dr. Evans. So if you're one of our our doctors, BrainTap doctors, and you're not familiar with some of the newest things that BrainTap has, they're gonna be there. So you can, if you're close to New York, Pennsylvania, I know we have over 300 doctors within driving distance of each of these, these seminars that you're doing. So there's only space for 20. So get on the phone, call Dr. Evan at 913-706-8899. And we're gonna put that number also in the body of the uh, podcast. So if you have to go back online and look at that number, you can do it. Give, give him a call, see if this is something that's right for you. Start helping people in your community. We, we are firm believers at BrainTap. Now that we know like places like NeuroLife and uh, Parker College have, have proved out that BrainTap is a uh, part of the solution. Of course, there's a lot more of the solution that you need to learn than just putting on um, the BrainTap. So that's what you're gonna learn with Dr. Evan is what are the steps that get you to that point? And then have some support materials, whether it's support in the clinic or support at home. So anything you want to leave our BrainTap audience with before we end the call today? Um, this is not going away. Um, the NFL is denying it vociferously that the you know, CTE doesn't exist, but head trauma is not going away. So, you know, you have two choices. Do you want to become involved to help your patients, help your community uh, with something that is going to happen from, you know, parents taking care of their kids to the serious athlete and anybody in between, or you better find somebody that can do that for you and, and you know, get a practitioner in your area that wants to learn all this stuff, that is executing all this stuff so that you can then refer your patients to him. Um, that's That's one of my yeah, probably my, my pet complaints is, you know, chiropractors don't refer to other chiropractors very well. Uh, they, you know, Patrick, let's get serious. If, if I'm going to lose a patient because I can't help them, would I rather lose a patient to a medical doctor or to another chiropractor? Uh, well, I, if I'm going to lose them, I want to lose them to someone who has more skills, more tools, more possible answers than me. And I'm going to look to my chiropractic profession first. So if, if you don't want to participate, if you don't want to take advantage of something that's never going away, you have to align yourself with practitioners in your area so that you can still help your patients. There you have it. And we're a big believer at BrainTap that chiropractors are neurological doctors. You all learned that in school, but somehow some have forgotten it once they left. So let's get back to the roots of, of chiropractic here. BrainTap can support you in that. And then we start helping people. And this is perfectly, this 
this problem is a perfect solution for chiropractic. I mean, the chiropractic solution is one of the best. So get out there and learn it. Dr. Evan is an expert. He's been doing it for years. His daughter also has the experience. So you have some professionals there that are going to help you. I encourage everyone to at least go to the website, concussionology.us. Give him a call once you have your questions. Line them out. Call him at 913-706-8899. Let's get the ball rolling. Let's start changing the lives of these people that have concussions and get them, uh, get them the care that they need and then only put them back into the sport when they're really ready because you have the tools to do that. So again, thank you, Dr. Evan, for being on the call. Um, we hope to drive that you'll fill up this week after this call is done and you can just start focusing on your next seminars and, and helping those doctors in those areas get the, get the help they need to help the sports. And like you said, it's not only football, it's all the sports. I mean, from soccer all the way up to, to the big league football. So you've got everything in between there. So let's get helping the people out there. And again, thank you, Dr. Evan. Thank you very much, Dr. Patrick. Please tune in next time to the BrainTap Business Journal podcast, where we're going to bring you the latest and greatest in brain information, the experts out there that can help you in your practice to get the results that you want with your patients and also help you to monetize so that you can have the lifestyle that you want to live. So again, thank you for tuning in to BrainTap Business Journal. We'll be back next week. Thank you.